Welcome back to Brevity Box, episode I thought maybe 17, but turns out might be 18 or even 19, or I just Episode, we'll figure it out later and update the podcast. Episode, we're having so much fun, we lost count. (laughs) Maybe the next time it's 20. Episode, the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Boom. Oh, boom. (laughs) I just lost my boner, bro. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. We are uh, back to hit you with another episode. Becky is joining us on the panel once more because it's fun (laughs) when she's here because you're cool because you're cool. It's been uh, I guess everybody's had a different week. Brando, you've had sounds like you've had a boring week. Becky sounds like you've had a a crazy overworked week full of mansplaining about vehicle damage. Shitty, shitty, shitty week. (laughs) Well, before we get into everybody's chitty, chitty, chittiness, I I wanted to, you know, I I had a couple of things that are off the top of my head that are are just, you know, fit with what I have to deal with with everyday people. And and I think, Becky, you being in the field that you're Mm -hmm. in, you're going to relate to this. But so just yesterday, Bill Maher comes back from having to sit out for two weeks because he tested positive for COVID. Now he tested positive for COVID after getting the vaccine and everybody around me, and I wouldn't say everybody, but a good amount of people around me, it's clear that they have it in their heads that once they get the vaccine, they're bulletproof. They're never going to possibly test positive. And I just wanted to take a second to explain that that's not how that works. And I have a medical professional on the uh, right here (laughs) who can say, yeah, he got that right. So look, the vaccine makes it, it's like a bulletproof vest. It makes it where you're not going to have to go less. You're less likely to get a bad case of it. You have a better defense to where you'll be asymptomatic or not, have a situation where you're likely to end up in the hospital. Right. You're not going to wind up in the ICU because you have the vaccine. It gives you a better fighting chance. But Uh, that being said, that's also with like a healthy lifestyle and no pre-existing conditions because there's not a lot of research about what's going, you know what I'm saying? No, I do. I do. I just wanted to get just on the basic principle that, Getting the vaccine doesn't mean you'll never get COVID. It just gives you a huge percentage chance that you will not suffer from COVID. I like I like your bulletproof vest analogy. I I always always said it's kind of like a I've always said it's kind of like birth control, where it's not a hundred percent effective, but you still feel comfortable rolling that dice. You have a keeper. I think your analogy (laughs) is better because yeah, that bulletproof vest will keep you alive, but enjoy the broken rib. Yeah, but it's less comparatively far less is my point. Oh, yeah. It's protection. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I just it's the one thing I've had to repeat a few times to different family members. And I'm not trying to mock anybody. These things are difficult to understand. I'm not uh any kind of medical professional. I'm married to one who's very, very good at what she does. And Becky is also amazing at what she does. 
and both in in that same field and like they back up that thinking but it's also something you can read and you can go out and find out for yourself but i've had to explain that because i think if you don't know that and you find out somebody tested positive kind of gives you the the shivers right you get a for whatever reason that's sort of what i got and i thought i'd take the opportunity to explain get a bulletproof vest it's better that's my whole whole vote there right and then becky's right there's a there's a lot of things you should read about it, but inform yourself. Don't don't trust me. Don't trust celebrities. And, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, that's right. Make your decision like based on a celebrity's decision. That is my biggest pet peeve. I cannot well, stand any, that. Well, any loud talking voice, I, right? Find out for yourself. I can't stand that. That's the best thing. Like that Ask questions. That should never be a reason. Read. Oh, why aren't you vaccinating your baby? Oh, because Jenny McCarthy told me not to. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> you know what? You remember Here, the 90s when Jenny McCarthy was just the hot chick on Singled Out? Yeah, she was probably getting a good dick in every straight night, and you want to take her advice? No thanks. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This, this happened to me this afternoon. I went to my sister's house. My niece is there. We're all sitting there catching up. And they had just walked in, and my niece had just gotten a really good-looking haircut, as did my wife, by the way, looking super smoke show with a whole new do. Anyway, she comes in talking like she has some secret to share with us, and she's asking her mom for a quarter. Takes that quarter, and they're talking about how they have to clean it, and they're starting to clean it, and uh, as she gets it and dries it off, She looks at her dad and says, which arm did you get the shot in? Oh, God. And he's like, oh, I think I got it in my left arm. And so she like, you know, puts the quarter on his arm. And of course, it's it's just like a spoon on your nose. Right. It just kind of adheres right onto the arm. And so she's like, you see? And then she did the same thing with her arm. And she's like, it's like a magnet. And I just kind of quietly check it out. I quietly walk over to the refrigerator. I pull off a bottle opener magnet. I ask for the quarter. I put the quarter on the magnet and I hold it up and the quarter falls to the ground. I was like, not magnetic. <laughs> it was just like, this is not going to stick. And so we, we start, you know, and I don't think they were taking it that seriously, but she was mystified about it because she couldn't explain it right off the top. And she's telling her us about this hairdresser that, was telling her about that. And I go, you know, it's almost like she should have really given that hairdressing thing a second thought. She missed her calling. Right. You know, like just trying to talk about how unbelievable it is that there was any plausibility given to it. And it was done through, you know, the epicenter of all uh, community scientific research. TikTok. The salon. Oh. <laughs> right. and also dumb thing because it lets crap like that spread well it's just it's it's like you were saying about jenny mccarthy Mm -hmm. right it's one of those things where it's a simple trick and it sticks you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying it just kind of goes into it um anyhow that's that's what i thought was pretty hilarious and i wanted to bring it up i i also spent a little bit of time uh did anybody have a chance to see I know it just came out and I'm totally going to date myself, but HBO max premiered a friend's reunion 
And I watched it. Did anybody else know? Nobody else? No, I was a Seinfeld fan in the 90s. I didn't watch that weird French I'm going to tell you something. You're probably going to never want to record with me ever again. Why? I hate friends. Yes! I don't think that's a big One deal. of us. One of us. <laughs> I, did, I, I do love not that like it at all. Well, I'm not. But we were I, on a break. I'm not trying to sell you on the show. I'm not. Sorry. That's not where I'm coming from. I enjoy the show. Brooke enjoys the show. The thing that that this I like things like this in general, mm-hmm. right? I like when the actors are talking about what they did and oh, and whether you that. liked it or not. Mm-hmm. The the impact of the yeah, I like that kind of setup. And and uh, uh, James Corbin was it James Corbin? Corbin. What's his name? Which way? Which guy? I just lost his. Corden. Yeah, Corden. Right? Uh-huh. The carpool karaoke guy. Yeah, yeah carpool karaoke. James Corden. Uh-huh. It's Corden. Yeah. So he is a host for part of it. And then some of it is retrospective. And there's a lot of that nostalgia going on there outside of the episodes themselves. And then you kind of hear those actors uh, telling their bits and pieces of it, uh, which, you know, and then the surprise sort of what you would expect like some random outside character you didn't know was still around and kicking and he makes a a guest appearance on it it was entertaining it was interesting it was fun it was cool to see them do a table read of different episode parts you know that kind of stuff is what got me right totally entertaining but man did it if you hated it that much, you should check it out because they look rough for the most part. I mean, Aniston looks great. Aniston Courtney doesn't Cox. age. It's yeah. I, mean, it's the, I felt bad. I mean, dude, uh, Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry looks yeah. like he's had a rough go, like a rough. Well, that's go. what addiction does to you, though. Yeah. So he. Well, did, I just forget it was lack of success after the show. No, he had some. No, he had real demons. addiction issues. Yeah. To be fair to the man, uh, poor guy. But it was it was just a weird sort of uh, mixed bag, right? Like you you kind of relive moments of the show if you like the show, and then at other times you're you're sort of spooked out. Like I couldn't help but think, and this is kind of as I think you get older, you stop thinking about fame from the perspective of how cool it, or you know when you're a kid you're like some kids dream of being famous. I think when you're an adult you're thinking not being able to get away from that ever. It sounds like my own personal hell. Well, that's sort of what you see. Like, if I think when you watch it, that's what you sort of get. Like, some of them, like Aniston has, Jennifer Aniston has a lot of different things going on. I mean, they all do, but they're all still those characters forever. Right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that when they were coming in on the show. The whole, uh, and I'm sure you fucking hate the intro song. But it was literally like every few minutes when they had to come in or be announced, it was the intro and the song and, you know, over and over. And these are this is 30 years of their life because they did it for 10. Wow. So what made you hate it? I just I never got into it. I mean, from the beginning, you were just straight up. I just never got into it. I, I, I don't know. I was more into like medical shows like er and chicago hope and you know so you, you were you knew what you wanted to do early on was that what you were watching at 15 oh yeah uh-huh oh, and 100%. then i was like i would watch the wb for like dawson's creek and one tree hill and 
I don't know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, see, I didn't do any of those shows. I just thought, like, and even, like, watching some of the episodes back now, because the syndication or whatever, I just, I never liked it. I never enjoyed it. I thought they were annoying. Like, Ross is really whiny, and I can't stand that. You're right. I Like, you're absolutely right. He is. I think that's meant to garner. I honestly think he's the best actor. Oh, of the group. Oh, I mean, David Slimmer. Yeah, he's great. I just. He's a, right. It's like he, he anybody who can make you hate them yeah. that much that quickly. They're pretty. They've got. Well, you, I'd but, like to right? say anybody that character. can play Robert Kardashian and still make you hate Robert Kardashian is a great. Right. Actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, not even that I've. Yeah, I hate I from the few episodes of the show I watched, hated the guy. And then you sit down and watch Band of Brothers on HBO. And then I think the first two episodes, he's a prominent army drill sergeant that just makes he's you a lieutenant, right? Like he became he was a uh, XO. He was a Captain Sobel. Mm-hmm. I think I, th- I think it was. But my god, you just hated that motherfucker. He's a hateable I mean, like jo- guy. It's, it's, it's just like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. He was so hateable. good at playing a shithead. The way people treated him in public was like he actually was Joffrey. And that's the reason why he stopped acting. Mm-hmm. That kid bounced out of acting, though. He knew, he knew early him? on. Not one he bit. He quit. <laughs> Wait, he what played I mean one of the most hated characters in TV history. Of course he quit. <laughs> Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he knew early on that that was going to be, that's who he is forever. True. But if he, but obviously, if he was smart, banked every cent from HBO, let his parents invest it wisely, it'll pay for his college and he can probably write off the interest the rest of his life. Right. That's how you do it. Well, maybe not write off, but have a nice safety net. Hey, the little kid that voiced the Lion King, his mom did that for him. Did what? She like signed. She made it so like instead of getting like a like a bank deal like one time that like anytime his oh, royalties yeah anytime his voice was used or anytime they play the Lion King he gets paid big money. Well, Jack Nicholson famously <clears throat> took less money to be in Batman for points on the back end, and I think he made like ninety million dollars in nineties money off that. Yeah, wow. Early nineties money. That's a lot of money. I love that man. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Huge. As good as it gets. Uh, Great yes. movie. <laughs> Brooke early on made me a uh, a pillow that has Mr. Udall on it. <laughs> like it, it's, a, it's a deep understanding of of uh, I think her her love and hate for her own husband is Mr. Udall basically. I'm 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 I have a lot in common with that dude. Same same weird psychosis. I don't wash my hands that much though. Honest I to God, I watch that movie once per year as a reminder to not get that curmudgeonly. Yeah, for those of you listening, if you hadn't seen uh the movie as good as it gets, it stars Jack Nicholson as a world-renowned author. Of romance novels? I mean, yeah. is it, rom- it was basically romance novels. And he is a uh, obsessive-compulsive sort of manic 
crazy disordered kind of guy, but hyper intelligent and and has zero patience for anybody. And it's a uh, co-starring uh, Helen Hunt in a odd role. You have to see the movie Cuba Gooding Jr. and Greg Kinnear. I love Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear as the gay neighbor. Greg Kinnear's on my elevator list. Yeah, he went to University of Arizona. I know. As I, well, I'm telling maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the movie know. the movie so is a, a, a celebrated award winning. If you hadn't checked it out, and you want to see something that's you know funny, endearing, masterclass acting, I can't talk enough about it. I, I'm like Becky, I watch it. Uh, it is the only rom com I will I have watched multiple times. Brando, it's we brilliant. need to be friends, and I'll introduce you to a whole bunch of rom coms that you'll just love. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Becky. Okay, you, you, you know what? I'll add, in, I'll, I'll add in forgetting Sarah Marshall, but otherwise, that genre. You know, you me. just watched that to see um, his wiener. That's you know, <laughs> that. no. I watched it because I no. Because you're but, like, how does it make that noise when it hits his it leg? It just shows. It you're, just shows all over. It's down. You hear it in his voice. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So you're right. It's a wiener thing, but it's about how mine feels about Kristen Bell. Oh, I love Kristen Bell. Veronica a, Mars uh, you know, is my spirit animal. I'm impressed as fuck with her as a person. She's a great human. I being. love her and her uh her and Dax I love so how honest, yeah, their, I love how honest they yeah, are yeah, about like their relationship, their struggles yeah, and, and addiction, mental health mm-hmm. and I I think that's that's where I think it's at. I, I respect the hell out of it because I know it's not that's easy. That's a power couple that you should look up to. Hell yeah, I do. So, so rom com. Give us. Couple, they're both kind of B list these days. Who cares? What? Shut up! I don't even know what Shepard no. has done in the last listen, ten years. Listen, he is on the armchair on the on the armchair podcast. Okay, well, he's been getting armchair experts. A very successful okay. podcast. And Kristen, Look, we're on a podcast. Everyone has a fucking podcast. That 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 don't matter. Okay, Kristen, Kristen <laughs> no, but his out. has a lot of followers and ad money. And Kristen just came out with like a line of CBD infused like body care stuff that is okay, amazing. All right, okay, they diversified. And they wrote a man. book about a purple crayon. And I don't think Dak Shepard's going to try to defend chips to you, Brenda. No. Okay, <laughs> it was still fun. It to was. Watch. They, made, they made a chips movie. Oh yeah, my it was hilarious. <laughs> it was ridiculous and great. I, you know, I appreciate movies like Chips after the Pandy, mm-hmm. and like movies like Chips and Bill and Ted, and those kind of uh, uh, absurd Gonzo films are fine with me. Yes, love it. Question you about know? the question about the Chips movie. Yeah, you saw the sure. Baywatch movie movie, right? Yeah, I didn't get actually. I hadn't seen that one yet. I need that, that, to. That, that was the thing because Baywatch was such an absolutely hilarious, pleasant surprise. I was going to ask you if Chips was kind of along that that, that same route. It's probably not as good it's as not Baywatch. As, it's but, not as good know, as Baywatch, yeah. but it's kind of like oh god, that movie. Was it's so taking funny. the it's taking the road next to that highway. You know, like the okay, okay. like the off. What is that called? I don't know. The front of Yeah, there you go. I words escape me today. <laughs> no good becky with words the <laughs> she why say many no words <laughs> when less words get message across she no good today all right well before i, I get becky to drop again, uh drop wisdom on some top five rom-coms i uh i totally jumped into this podcast excited to talk about and uh bs with you guys but 
I should bring up that we are brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Professional, that's me. Uh, <laughs> and I've, I've always, uh, every episode, I try to point out the podcasts that I'm listening to. And recently, after what seemed just too long without Mitch's voice in my ears with the Ruminations from the Red Room podcast, and it's really the podcast that started it all. Without the Red Room podcast, we would not, any of us, be here. And I know that if you've been listening along with us over this 16, 19, let's call it an even 60 episodes that we've been doing this podcast, you hear us reference Mitch like he's right over there in the recording studio. Master and he's, he is a hustler and a baller, and he makes the magic happen, makes us sound so pretty. And that man finally got a chance to get back in the studio and drop Ooh. some host wisdom. And his episodes are out there. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes. It's Ruminations from the Red Room, also brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. And uh, check it out. Check us can out. Can we just talk about and how back. sexy that title is? Ruminations from the Red Room. Somebody with a deep it is voice super sexy. needs to like... And if you're a Twin Peaks fan, it's got it's, it's extra bonus points. Yeah. It makes it move. It makes it move. He's, uh, you know, if, if uh, Becky, I know that you probably haven't had a chance to yourself... Uh, listen to Mitch's sultry, wonderful hosting skills, but no, the man's awesome. Like I, I, I'm a fan and, uh, he's been so busy basically doing, making sure we all had the opportunity that it took him a while to get back in the studio. But I mean, he literally has been working on his own, uh, you know, studio inside of a mountain, building it himself, carving it from stone. And he's finally at a place where he's dropping episodes and it's exciting. You should check it out. Check it out. Check us out. www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. All right. Becky, yes. rom-coms. Uh, love them. Let's convert Brando. What are your top five? Oh, that's such a hard one. That's such a hard in one. No, in no particular that's order. she said. Oh, uh, my gosh. I'm trying to think God. right now. This is like hard on the spot. Uh. Um, <laughs> shit. Well, forgetting Sarah Marshall is always like one of the ones on my top list. Um, yeah. All right, and a, just a genuinely great movie. I really, really, really love Notting Hill. Gross. Whoa, you went Hugh Grant. Yeah. I don't think you I can, think you only you're not supposed to break the glass I and whip out Hugh Grant. You can't have a top five rom com and not have it feature Hugh Grant. But Notting Hill, I love Notting Hill. Gone... I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay, okay. I'm just okay, a girl okay. standing in front of two guys asking them to love this movie okay guys are you gonna go I, I have to say even though i love this movie are you gonna go basic bitch on us and break out love actually no i okay. i cannot okay. stand love okay. actually actually whoa i, I, I had love I actually have, or friends i have a hugh grant question for the two yes. of you sure would you consider mickey blue eyes a rom-com hilarious yeah. movie okay then i love that th- th- you know what that that's a great rom-com brando Tell us about Mickey Blue Eyes for people who've never seen it or don't know what it's about because it is one of the most underappreciated, <laughs> funny ass movies. And Hugh Grant was a fucking amazing. He was hilarious in that movie. And I watched young that Jenny movie several did it for me too. Holy shit, I've been single too long. <laughs> 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 Mickey Blue Eyes is basically like a movie from the mid 90s. It's Hugh Grant, uh, the, the chick from Waterworld. 
they're in a relationship. He wants to marry her, but her dad is basically Tony Soprano. Played by? Played by the great, legendary James Caan. Ah, I love him. Except as Sonny. Fuck him. But (laughs) moving on. But (laughs) He's on my elevator list, too. (laughs) Like like, like now, James Caan or like, you know, Godfather? Any kind of James Caan. Is on my I elevator think list. Can, I, I think it's ba- I think it's inversely proportionate to the size of the waddle. <laughs> if it's if it's like old man waddles too much, it's beyond elevator list <laughs> qualifications. But, but, all right. But getting listen, back to the movie, listen, we'll talk later. Get, get, <laughs> but get, getting back to the movie itself, um, the, Jim J- James Con basically accidentally introduces some mob world. To Hugh Grant, and then Hugh Grant has to try to fit in so they could play off it as play it off as a ruse or whatnot. And just and he imagine, plays a great straight man. He I does. Mean, he, he really, really does. He really does. He and just great. J- j- just imagine, you know, James Caan trying to coach the overly British man how to and how to say forget about it. <laughs> oh, that I know, and, and it's one of those things. Did I think did the, the only movie that did anything close to that was De Niro and Billy Crystal. Analyze yeah, this, yeah. analyze that, had that same comedic spoof. And I think that those movies overshadowed what Mickey Blue Eyes was. But if again, another, we're going to be making a list of movies that we're going to drop on Instagram. Last thing I love about that movie was the name of the restaurant. The La Trattoria. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Trattoria? The The. Which is funny because Becky will never do this, but Charlie, if you ever listen to see any Top Gear episodes <laughs> around when Ferrari put that hybrid supercar out, one of the ho- it's called a La Ferrari. Oh yeah, one of the, the hosts the just kept calling it the the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So rom coms. Back to rom coms. How do you, uh, Becky, rate the five year engagement? I enjoy that one. I don't think it would be on my top 10, though. That's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't think top 10. Funny, though. Uh, Anything Jason Segel's in, I automatically love. I love that man. Is he in your your elevator list as well? He's on my elevator list. I have a a really long elevator list. I hope whoever I marry is a very um, understanding person. (laughs) He'll just just only take you to places with With one floor. With no elevators. Uh, but I do have to tell you the weirdest one on my elevator list is uh, Clint and Scott Eastwood double teaming me. I would love that. Uh, just as an avenue to get to their dad? Huh? Or is it because you have uh, an emotional connection to foreheads? Yeah, I love foreheads. Do you like men that growl? Yeah. Oh, growl <laughs> at me, baby. Oh, <laughs> literally can't. I mean, wow. We're talking the... Wait, do, you get a very, con- do you get a very confused lady, bo- lady boner watching Gran Torino and just seeing him be really racist? Oh, that's what that was. That explains a lot now. Yes. Really confused lady boner? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of uh, lady boners, you had put inside the notes something about how uh, you have another nightmare story maybe about friends oh setting gosh. you up. Oh my gosh, Yes. I want to know, like, how I'm, how you two... I'm batting, like, 500 at the friend setups, so I have no complaints so far. <laughs> Let, let's hear your Well, experience. okay, so this makes me sound like a total asshole, but, like, 
I feel like my friends don't know me at all. Maybe I need new friends. I don't know. But I'm starting to like say no to my friends setting me up because I've had such bad dates with guys. And recently one where like my friend was like, oh, yeah, he's this great guy. You'll love him. He's amazing. You guys have so much in common, right? No, Uh no, no, no. Get to the restaurant. (laughs) Pornos. And I've never met this guy. He's in their friend group, like their side of friends. I'm like, okay, I'm willing to try, right? Get to the restaurant. I'm a short girl. (laughs) This guy's shorter than me. And that makes me sound. So he was like three, no. That makes he me. He was sound, like three foot. He was like three foot six. He was like shorter than me, so I'm assuming like he was like four eleven. I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> and he had to be like the greasiest man on the planet. No. And I cannot do. I can't do greasy face. I can't do body hair. He wore the shirt, and it had like chest hair like spilling out. And his hair is slicked back probably with the oil on his face. And I looked at this guy and I went, is this what my friends think of me? Is this what my friends think that I would like? I understand them wanting to try and set up, set me up with someone that's totally out of my type. I get that. But I need to be sexually attracted to someone if I'm going to be fucking them the rest of my life. Right. So, no. It seems like a pretty. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a small uh, thing to it, ask for. It's a decent benchmark, sure. Sounds like that guy watches a lot of anime in his spare so, time. No, so get this. Ouch. So, ow. I don't mind people watching anime. I like weird shit. I like Harry I was, Potter. Like just, just joking about the description. I like Harry Potter. I like weird things. You like weird things. That's great. Cool. Let's talk. Like Let's Potter. talk about it. But mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. motherfucker was like, so my friend says you like sports. And I was like, oh, my God, I love sports. And Charlie, you know how much I know about sports. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not the yeah. girl that you can, like, mansplain sports to. Because I'm going to call you on your bullshit. Or half-ass. Yeah. You can't act like you know if you don't yeah. know. And this guy tried to half-ass a conversation <laughs> with me about J.J. Watt. I shit you not out of all of the players and he told me he told me he was one of the worst players in the NFL and I got up (gasps) I got up and I left and I called my friend and I was like why do you hate me that much why (laughs) why would you ever do that to me Dude, I got you. Remember that I time was you like, me I over? was like, Did- I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really a fan of the guy. I don't really follow his but career, no, but even I know he's, he's not, not the worst player in the NFL. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Exactly. And I'm like, do you even watch sports, bro? Like, I, that's what I said to him. I was like, do you watch sports, bro? And he was like, don't talk to me like I'm your bro. And I was like, I'm gonna talk to you like you're my bro because I'm about to make you my bitch right now. He said, don't talk to me like I'm your yeah. Bro. And I'm like, fuck this dude. <laughs> fuck this dude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So your friends, did you punish your friends? I haven't, you talked, I haven't talked to any. I haven't talked to her. I'm so mad at her right now. She's like been texting me. She's like, hey, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I'm, I'm just well, not responding. Here's the thing, though. It's, it just seems like it's kind of nuts. Like, I, I don't like Brando doesn't know everything about you but if he were setting you up i guarantee you one of the first things he would have said is listen whatever you do if it comes to jj watt 
just say the guy's a Hall of Famer and you don't know and much about his career. And you'll get in my pants. Quiet. That's all it takes. Just be quiet. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. I don't know much about his career. And Becky yeah. and boom. Becky and let her pull her list out and be like, let me tell you why you should love JJ. I'm like, lick my finger. Yeah. To turn wow, the man. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. I just don't wow. understand. Right. Like, where... Like, you both know me enough to know. Like, that's not someone to ever set up with me. Because, number one, I'm going to totally make fun of you all the time. Because you're greasy. <laughs> well, I have to and, say... And as, as someone a, that has oily skin, that's a massive pain in the ass, and I do what I can to keep it in check. But you take care of just, it, Brando. Like, I... Yeah. yeah, you take care of yourself. Like, literally, I could have run my hand across his face. And probably got in like enough to cook with, like cook something with. Yo, you're making that man sound bad. I don't blame. And you, you know what? You he had curly hair too, and it was like start because you know how like mullets are coming back in style. Unfortunately, yeah, Ugh. and it was starting to look like that, and I don't think it was on purpose. Curly mullets. Yeah. I mean, a Jerry curled mullet would be pretty awesome, but I don't know about it. Just a general curly. Yeah, mullet. that's what it looked like. All right. So I'm really, that's just, again, your friends, I think your friends are trolling you, man. And, and I'm like, should I just dump all of my friends? Because at this point, they're all like, no, they're all like, Becky, whatever. they're all like, you just don't give anybody a chance. And then like throw people like this at me. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you all. If you don't think I give people a chance, shit. Dude, I let a one, one arm guy at the bar fill me up with one arm uh, i'm not picky <laughs> i don't want to know what question. he did with the other yeah. arm did you do that did you do that mainly for the story no i was really drunk oh. and they had cup they had um <laughs> they had cupcakes at their table and i'm all about a cupcake at a bar and i'm drinking <laughs> and i was like apparently i was pulling on his arm hole in his shirt and i didn't realize he didn't have an arm and here I am, like, pulling on it. Like, I was trying to ask for a cupcake. I was like, excuse me, sir. And my friend was like, Becky, he doesn't have an arm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I let him fill Whoa. me up at the end of the night. It's all good. Probably made it's his entire good. life. So basically, the quickest way to your heart is cupcakes. And <laughs> taking a list. And saying that J.J. Watt should win the next five Walter Payton Man of the Year awards. I mean, he's already won one. So, if you just again, all I don't you have know. To say, I didn't follow the guy's career. All you have to say is JJ Watt, future Hall of Famer, future Becky Baby Daddy, and I'm there. So this is kind of, look. <laughs> that's what kind of that's what I'm getting to say, right? Like your friends, any any moderate don't friend contradict your first date. I'm a borderline retard with women. Edit that, Mitch. Edit edit. <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave <laughs> it in. Edit the R word. And even I know you don't contradict a first someone on a first date that hard, I, even if they try and tell you the sky is green. Right. Like, did he not know? Did he know that you were a JJ Watt fan, and that's where his comment came from? Like, like did his did he come in going? Your friends told me you love JJ um, Watt. JJ Watt is on the back of my phone. Oh, Charlie, damn. Charlie, I got it, I got it. You know what this guy did? He read about negging on the internet and tried it. <laughs> And had just watched The Usual Suspects. Yes. So he was trying to like Sherlock her image of J.J. Watt on her phone. No, it's like Andre from The League. That scene where he tries to neg a girl. Mm-hmm. 
and <laughs> n e to neg, neg negative yeah to neg and, a girl yeah yeah, yeah. No, november that, like a, that yeah. rolled off N-N-E-G. your tongue in an odd fashion <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah well we're canceled <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been real great guys it's been real great it's been real fun it sounds like a great time for a station identification break The year is 2043. You're playing fantasy football. It is championship week. You're trying to set your lineup and you don't know what to do. Robert Griffin IV and his top target, Will Fuller VI, have carried you all season, but they're facing a London Jaguars team that has the top defense in the league. Your other quarterback is a 66-year-old Tom Brady who's playing against the much more manageable Toronto Bengals. So you turn to Nick and Elijah of the 25 Yards Later podcast, a production of Sports Obsessive and Ruminations Radio Network. Be a champion. champion. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The anime comment was because that just sounds like the kind of dupe we would have seen walk into software. Center he back in the he game. exactly looked like I, like he would walk into GameStop and be like, I'll take seven copies of your latest release, please. Like, and we are back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on that note, you know, the kind of person, the kind of person that gets those weird softcore porn JRPGs. Yeah. That the store only gets like two copies of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because your average American isn't that fucking weird. He was definitely, yeah. All right, so you're like Tentai. We're we're touching on something I wanted to, we're touching on something I wanted to ask Becky about anyway. But before I go into, why games aren't attractive, even though it's a simple, low-hanging fruit question. But we're going to get Becky's beautiful, colorful language input <laughs> on this. Uh, Brando, I don't want to stop you when you're on a roll because you clearly, you clearly, clearly, clearly on a roll. Why do people need to stay out of your bubble? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your uh, your comments on the weird open status of Tucson. Because it's kind of open, but really not. Ducey no longer seems to give a shit, but Mayor Romero does. Ducey never gave a shit, first of all. <laughs> Although I will always love that video clip of him certifying Arizona's vote while totally forwarding Donald Trump's call to voicemail. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny. But no, it's just like, you know, you go to Brugger's pre-pandemic for a morning bagel. And the line gets kind of packed rather tight. But during COVID times, everyone was, you know, at least three to four feet away from you. And it was nice not having anybody in my bubble. Just too weirdly close to me. Yeah, our comfort zones got bigger, didn't they? Mine didn't. (laughs) Well, but but, but you're you're a nurse. You never had. I never had a comfort zone, period. You just step right up into this bubble. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, well, well especially I mean, with that job, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. My comfort zone, okay, that's a different thing, because I've seen some pretty horrible things in my time, but I still don't like people being shoulder to shoulder with me when I don't know them, especially now, since in Arizona, it's like, oh, well, I guess nationwide now. Oh, if you've been vaccinated and you're two weeks past it, you don't have to wear a mask anymore in, in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. But... We have no way of really knowing who got their jabs and who's just taking their mask off. So I have no idea if this fucking Momo next to me, inches away from me, <laughs> Momo. <laughs> Momo, with no mask on, 
is vaccinated or he's a plague rat. Well, so let and, me, let me, and, and again, going back to that bulletproof vest analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I'm going to get a bruised rib, but I don't care. That still sounds annoying as hell. I, I had a, so I have a question then like, cause this has happened to me a couple of times I, and for, I'll tell you a story about something today, actually. So when it comes to masks, nobody, nobody, I, I guess there's somebody out there that likes wearing them and feels comfortable. Um, I don't particularly enjoy them, but, uh, I got like walk into a grocery store and here there's sort of a, a weird gray area, right? So Clearly, there's a sign on the door of the grocery store that says masks required. Half of the people that come in don't bother because there's no more state mandate and there's no more mandate in general. Mm -hmm. And the employees are wearing masks, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've had it both ways where I've gone to the store, didn't wear a mask, didn't think about it, no big deal. Then I've gone to the store and thought, you know what? It sucks that they can't take it off yet. I'm going to go ahead and wear one. That is exactly what I've been doing. Solidarity with the employees. If they yeah, got, it on, solidar- I got it on, I got it on. And kind of to my, to kind of my, my thinking about it and hundred uh, percent whooped husband here, you know, and, and I mean, Becky, obviously you too, if you're working 12 hour shifts where you have to wear that mask the whole time, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, yeah, exactly. I, I kind of put it on and, Today was an interesting moment where that happened. I went by Best Buy and I walk in and uh, guys clearly pulling, you know, moonlighting. He's a police officer moonlighting as security or maybe that Best Buy actually has a police officer at the door. But he's wearing a mask. I can see that the employees are, for the most part, wearing masks. And again, most people are wearing it's kind of 50 50. And I asked the man, I was like, you know, I couldn't see a sign on the door. I was like, does Best Buy they're asking me and he hesitated and said, no, it's, you know, whatever. It's not a big, we're not asking you. You don't have to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I walked around for a second and then decided to put it on. And the reason I decided to put it on, Brandon, was kind of what you were talking about because I'm waiting in the customer service line and it is jam packed. And I am more aware of everybody's breath all over me. You know, it's not that I was like freaking out or anything. I just kind of felt like a little grossed out about it. Right. And I was just like, okay. So I put the mask on and I ended up on my way out talking to him about it and, you know, his thoughts on it. And he had sort of the same idea, you know, that from, for him, it was really uh, in solidarity and community focused, right? Like he doesn't want to, pass it and he knows that even if he's got it he and that he's at a spot where people are walking in and out so he's sort of conscious of his position on it right right and i thought it was a, it was a long and i actually ended up asking him to consider coming on and doing a guest spot because we talked about everything from, from politics to uh to, to everything going on currently to everything that's been going on over the last few years and he had some interesting opinions clearly so you know it was it was you know brand for anybody that's been friends with me for a long time uh this is not surprising to brando that i would walk into a best buy and and end up spending 45 minutes or an hour talking to a a person that i'm now on first name basis with (laughs) and you know (laughs) chatting about life and the meaning 
you know, stupid. Because I've like seen that. you do that with me at the Albertsons checkout line. I've seen I you do drove that you too. there, so I can't leave. And you're having a chat with that da- the dude that looks a lot like Lash. Now that I think about it, about life, the universe, and fucking everything. Yeah, about Chris. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's true. I remember that. Yeah, I don't know what happens, man. I just started talking. The guy we were hitting it off, and he was interesting. You know, he's been a. Uh, I don't want to give too much away about the man, but. I just didn't, I meant, you know, he kind of asked why I was wearing the mask and I, I got into a similar conversation as we kind of touched on here mm-hmm. at the beginning. And it just led down this whole path of relatability. And this guy's been a police officer for uh, like 35 years. So wow. he had a lot of interesting perspective opinions and it was a, it was a dope ass moment. And it, you kind of brought it to mind talking about how people are in your bubble <laughs> So have you been, you, you just think that's everywhere besides Burger's Bagels? Are you noticing it everywhere you go? Yeah. It's everywhere here. Well, I mean, look, New, New Orleans right now is crazy energy. I mean, tourists are flooding the city. Playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's the the nutty thing about it. It's interesting to see everybody have to sort of adjust back to it, you know, but that's the reality. I mean, we do have to adjust yeah. back at some point, but there is going to be a new norm, you know? So. Yeah. And I mean now, Oh, two dude. So is that you? So going back to your dating mm-hmm. thing. So is that changing uh, where you're going to actually go out and see people like, in real life it's changed it's changed a lot of like well for me personally just because of the no more zoom uh, the the population i take care of is so fragile to begin with so i always have to think about you know like what am i bringing into the hospital when i come in that's true Um, but now it's like there are places that i love here more than anything but i find myself taking a step back thinking like i can't go there right now like they're nobody's wearing masks there and that freaks me out like <laughs> wow so I, it's definitely playing a huge part in where i pick to go with people but mostly my allergies play a huge part in that too so yeah you know what i gotta say i don't have the same allergies i had in arizona mm-hmm. it's been easier for me yeah. harder for brooke uh, back to back to shorty dude <laughs> with the lollipop guild and hair coming out of his yeah, chest. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, you mean so, oompa loompa doopity dipshit? Yeah, Ooh, I like that. I, you know, he, the funny dipshit. thing for me is that it's not. I'm not tall. Brando's tall. I'm not tall, but I don't ever fucking five foot, five foot eleven and a half, six foot one on Tinder. <laughs> 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 That's good. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't, but I, I've never really um, paid attention, and and I'm I mean that sometimes I'm there's these odd things I'm oblivious to, and that's one of them. Yeah, you know, and I think Brando, you can testify to that. It's not anything that's ever on my mind. I'm not insecure about uh, not being a tall dude at all, but I am keenly aware of my brethren. <laughs> like I am. <laughs> I'm yeah. keenly aware of of like a lot of guys that don't they don't own it or they're not they're just not comfortable in their own skin and like so the they bagel try guy. to huh did you see the clip of the guy 
the very, very short man freaking the fuck out in a bagel shop that circulated on the internet oh, like, yeah. like a year man, ago. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a reference. Yeah, I remember yeah. vaguely. I do know what you're talking about. Bagel boss heard him on Stern. He's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, that stuff is all weird to me. It's all odd to me. I think, I, you know, I could speculate on why, but I, I, I laugh because, you know, you're Becky. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's if he's under five feet, the dude's very short. Well, I'm, not I'm under five I'm feet, five you know feet I mean? barely. And this guy was shorter than yeah. You. And so, and then, but he's like all the way you described him. Was he just flexing hard? Like he's he just trying to look studly? I think he was. I think that was his idea of like trying to impress me. And he would like throw his job out like, and I was like, I don't care what you do. I don't. Well, I'm curious. What did he do for a living? He's something, something, <laughs> he's in, something in banking. Dude. So okay. he was probably a bank teller. I'm just money, <laughs> money, money, money. I'm a banker. But yeah. I... I do all the nightly deposits yeah. for the uh I drive Mall. I drive a Brinks truck, thank you. I work the merchant line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the big bugs. Now, you know, I, I just I always feel bad for for dudes like I feel like I wish I had that magical touch where they wouldn't be aware of it either. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can be like, here, let me show you the way. Cause I don't think it's ever I think the only times I've ever noticed is when I should have noticed, right? Like I played sports and I was in, on the wrestling team. I was on the football team. I played lacrosse. And the times where I was really aware of my size were the times where I thought, hey, I'm going to go and check that six foot four <laughs> giant guy. And after the second attempt and nothing happening, I was like, I think I'm not as big as he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear. I'm not that big. You know, it's just like, but it wasn't ever something that, you know, I was never thinking about it first, I guess. And I, I feel like those kind the way you describe him, like the, that's a lot of what I, I, uh, I see with dudes that are my height or shorter or even taller. That's the thing that makes me laugh is I've, I've had many interactions with dudes that are, you know, five, eight mm-hmm. and just have a huge complex because they feel like they're super short. Right. And I'm like, you're, a couple inches taller than me like I, why why does it bother you like it's it just never come hang out with me and i'll make you feel way. tall like <laughs> because someone that's upset about that at five foot eight probably has a little contributes wiener. their lack of overall success in life directly to their height maybe or they have a little wiener is, that's just or they have a little- <laughs> that too <laughs> becky what gives you confidence in your little wiener theory in my little wiener theory uh my experience <laughs> Your experience, yeah. like, is that <laughs> so? That's your instinct. Is like the minute you think somebody's being a prick, you're like, take off your yeah. pants. I have a. Theory. I'm like, excuse me, can you point out on a tape measure how big your wiener is? And I pulled the tape measure out of my purse. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you gotta. Okay, so you point them at the tape measure. You don't just have them whip it out because that'd be bad for the growers. The showers, they'd be fine. The growers would be in a, in a bad. Yeah, but place. see, growers don't act like that. That's a good point. We don't. That's I, I just I'm just saying like that's the part that I think it's it's always uh I just have out, I just you know? have it's like a it's like a sixth sense. Like I can tell. It's a gift. You have dick, <laughs> you, I have you dick have dick sense. DSP? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dick when you've ESP. been slapped as many times in the face by a wiener as I have, you just get it. That's that's how you get it. All right. So you've described a couple of times over a couple of episodes now, mm-hmm. guys that you'd be like, looks like the kind of guy that would definitely walk into a GameStop. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's here's where I I want to ask this yes. question. Because the first story was when the, the guy who told you awful fucking shit that you ended up tracking down his yeah. mom, <laughs> he was upset that you weren't into games, yeah. right? Yeah. That's right, that you weren't a gamer. Yeah, yeah okay. video game. You should go kill your shit. Yeah. All right. So As I'm going to tell see, you right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is the this is why this is a pertinent question. Uh, I like literally just uh, a couple of days ago it was announced that a game that i have loved my whole life pretty much since i was probably around 15 years old is having another iteration come out and i've been brooke and i have been together for 20 years right and married for um i'm going on five and she knows that i'm completely uh Partially a kid again, partially just excited because I like when things keep getting uh, added to or continuing. So, right? Mm-hmm. Evidence that not, not there you can you can fall in love with a game or two. Yeah. But I just what what about it? Like, what are the images that make Listen, you think? Listen, I have nothing against gamers. Unattractive. I have nothing that's against not what them. You said. That's not what you said. No. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna play video games, that's fine by me. That's totally fine. Like, I understand that. So not inherently unattractive. No, it's not. And actually, there are some people that I'm like, damn, like, you got that high score on the Madden? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know know how to, like, video games just don't interest me. So if you tell me, like, hey, come over and watch me play video games, I'm not going to do that. It's like, what are we, 12? Well, that's a different story. I I, I certainly wouldn't. Or like, yeah, when, I mean, I would, that's a different like, animal. Uh, guys I've dated in the past, like bringing their whole game console over. Like, am I really that boring that you have what? to bring how over old? your whole game Is console? That, how old? 30. How old? What? <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> your whole PlayStation bringing it to my house. I've done that. Like, am I that boring? Yours is a different story, and you know it. That's a that's. I did that setup. only because she didn't have a Blu-ray player. Okay, and we see, were in that's a long-term different. Re- we were in a long-term relationship. I know that. That's, that, that's different. The, that, that's the joke. Oh, ooh, 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 good point. So, how how long had you guys been dating when the PlayStation came out? A year and a half. <laughs> wow. So, so I have a Blu-ray player. I have I have a lot of things that he didn't need to bring this PlayStation over. And I'm like, no, don't bring that here. I don't want that here. Like, I get very little off time from work. And I'm choosing it to spend it with you. So why can't you choose to spend it with me? Well, for sure. But you're not, th- we're not talking about choosing one or the other, No, right? no, no, I, no. I would never make anybody inherently. choose. Like, I'm like, if you want to bring that over and play it while I'm sleeping after that's a, a little much Nobody, I, it seems that seems odd as shit to me i mean don't get me wrong i have brought shit over but it's usually like either like what brando's describing mm-hmm. or or it would be where i uh i brando do i sleep weird hours when you do sleep yes yeah okay yeah. so a lot of times if i'm bringing a console 
or I'm bringing something for me to do, it's because I'm awake when everybody's asleep. Yeah, this that wasn't the case with this. Yeah. Or it's like yeah. you took I, a job out of state and well, what else are you gonna do yeah. in your free yeah. time? That's true. I think where I'm like, I think yeah. my hatred for it comes from just everything that's like, like everything video games have done to me in the past. Like I'm all for Mario Kart. I'll play Mario Kart all day, every day. Like I'm not against video games. I just, I just don't want it to be like a huge part of my relationship. Like I don't want it to be like you pulling it well, out. Yeah, I, I get that. You know, I, I guess when I was talking about it, I had the image of this like uh, four foot eleven, uh, total like the big ragu. Yeah, wherein is like <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I mean? No, yeah, and like and that sounds like what you described. And I so I was like, that's you know, there's a lot of um. I wasn't really even going to go into games in general. Just that I'm at the place i'm at uh, getting excited i mean i love i if and my wife couldn't roll her eyes if more. that you know I what i mean work in this situation like i'll support you like yeah you go i'll wake you up at 6 a.m to wait in the GameStop line honey but i'm not going with you right no well and yeah. it shouldn't be like yeah. that look same thing and i'm not same gonna thing. kill myself because i don't like video games i have this weird thing <laughs> but about why? about <laughs> The way people bring it up. If someone says, yeah, I play video games, I feel like I can respect that more versus someone that describes himself describes themselves as a gamer. Yes. I'm a gamer. Because it just, again, this is just, this is a me problem. I'm a gamer. What's wrong with it? Shut up. This is a me problem, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm, I'm not passing judgment on anyone up to the plays of video Sounds games. Sounds pretty judgy, salty Would you guy. shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I need to be the, the host, so I can mute you. <laughs> but when I hear someone describe themselves as a gamer, I can't just help think of that's all you do in life. Yeah, I I tend to think the same way sometimes. It just like I picture it them like it just sounds like an immature way to talk about. Right, yourself. I picture them in the chair in the gaming chair with their headset on. Brando, if you want a plat on Bloodborne, it takes commitment. Okay, you will never and- plat Bloodborne. You're, you're, you're too soft but it's like and I, this came to mind when i was at work over at spacely sprock it's really early one morning and someone and someone i shared a cube wall with was having a conversation with somebody else and he's like yeah well i'm a gamer it's like yeah i don't know what the qualifications i would, would be charlie anymore. i would not describe you as a gamer i know you like video games but i would not and you might think you there, are a gamer, but I would not say that you are. I, I think I think it's better to say I'm. I mean, if there's a real hobby I have, that's one of yeah. them. So I'm, but but it's you know also woodworking, right? Yeah. So like of my I hobbies, it. I got it. I, I got like it. woodworking. I also like to sit down and play a really. And I'm I'm. I mean, look, you you made me laugh earlier, Becky, because you were talking about Madden. I love Madden. I love Madden. I play the shit out of Madden. I, love Madden. I play in leagues and yeah. have a lot of fun yeah. with it. But my favorite is is a is a narrative game that builds a world. And I dropped the title Bloodborne. Uh, you know, games. Yeah, remember that, how good that first Mass Effect was? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Those those genre breaking games, Dragon Age, the first Dragon Age, those those games take you on uh to me they're interactive movies mm-hmm. or miniseries and 
and ironically they've become movies and miniseries oh, now yeah. like that's a lot of where content's coming from so in many ways i'm just playing for the story but the game mechanics and things are things i enjoy as a hobby right yeah i i don't think uh yeah, I, I I get what you're saying about the gamer thing, but I th- and I just I think I just figured out how I could put it into words so people understand me. Okay, when I Lay hear someone me. describe themselves as a gamer, it makes me think that they are an irresponsible person that neglects other important aspects of their life for their one hobby. Ooh, that is good. That's what it makes me think. You think for upset. some unknown you think, reason? Uh, you think addiction? I think addiction. I think the people yeah. that like get addicted to playing world of warcraft mm-hmm. oh i see you think the most the most addiction related connotation of the word yeah yeah, yeah. i i think i have a similar feeling like like like, like i'm like i'm not gonna t- like i can't take a shower tonight because i'm on a, i'm on a roll here in cod or like hey charlie <laughs> call of duty yeah, it's right, like right, hey right, charlie right. do you know that you have been sitting here for 72 hours and you have cheetos in your hair like that those are unrelated circumstances. <laughs> to be okay. fair, I did once have a seventy-two hour gaming binge. I had the fl- I had a su- I had a really bad cold. Like straight seventy-two hours without sleeping, or were you like sleeping on and off? Without sleeping, every now and then leaving to go to the drugstore to get food or medicine because I was just really, really sick. So, in other words, you were on meth. <laughs> Is Robitussin meth? Yeah, you were roboing. Wink, That's what wink, they call it. Wink, wink. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because it, it it sort of makes me suspect that, uh, you know, I was a latchkey kid, single parent. Shut up, latchkey kids! Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, woo. I walked home, bitch. Yeah, I um, part of being an elder millennial, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Gen Xer barely, but that's definitely like where I was with games mm-hmm. as a kid. Like that was my first on demand, right? Right. That's what game systems were to me in a way. Yep. They were the first Netflix. I could pick a story and right. go into it. It wasn't. And look, no, no shame on uh, other busy kind of mindless fun games like, you know, everybody likes Pac-Man and shit. Right. But, you know, they've taken these things to a much more complicated level in the way of telling a narrative. And I think it comes from the fact that I'm a movie fan. Uh, that's like, what I was totally just thinking. I was like, you like that. Cause you yeah. like movies and it's like a movie. I love the acting. And so that's kind of, it's interesting because that's where it is for me now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, the games have gotten to a point where I really respect the voice acting. Yeah. In a lot of these games, they'll be seriously quality uh, performances and Oops. stories and it's well-written and not all of them. Right, that Crash Bandicoot isn't known for its fucking writing. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Give me your honest answer because there's no shame in it. All right, has a video game made you cry? Yeah, yeah. Which one? Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> damn Rainbow Road! God damn it! My very first one um, that made me cry: Duck Hunter. <laughs> the dog it was the dog dog is such an <laughs> asshole um you know what there was more than more than one game but just if i one. had to just give me one i'm just gonna say the red dead redemption easy one or two both yeah what about two, you Brando? mostly the last of us 
which is about to be an 3. HBO series that's uh, gonna bring people to the tears. introduction of that game before the late title card actually got a tear out of me. That, so, so you can explain, and I, and I, and I, I want, and I wanted to wonder if I made a mistake buying this fucking game. Should, should we? Let's let's let's. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to do here. Something I don't normally do. We're going We're a little gonna, long here, Master Editor. I apologize. No, it's okay. He can break it up into two parts if we need to. I'm We're having a good time. Or three ass. parts. Just kissing his ass. You're beautiful. Whatever. We love you. Moi. There you go. <laughs> Master Editor is metal as fuck. I don't care. All right. So just so. Let me uh, break this in because you make a reference to a very people who game will know what this is. But The Last of Us is uh, for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about. Like me. It's a 2013 action adventure game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Players control Joel, a smuggler tasked with escorting a teenage girl, Ellie, across a post-apocalyptic United States. The Last of Us is played from a third-person perspective. That means the camera is over your shoulder. You can see the person that you are. You play using firearms and improvised weapons. You use stealth, and you try to defend against hostile humans and cannibalistic creatures infected by a mutated fungus in the genus Cordyceps, whatever that is. And And so basically, that's a good breakdown of what this game is supposed to put you in. You know, you're in the end of the world times trying to survive and escort a a young girl. And they, this game's known for its, um, you know, know like game of Thrones had that shock value. Say that again. I don't know how the fuck parents could get through this game. Well, so, I mean, I think you can say spoiler alert and say what happens so that we kind of know what you're talking about. Spoiler alert if you haven't played this game yet. Oh, gosh, hold on. Let me take my headphones off. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Becky's saving it. (laughs) This game, and a lot of games do this now in production, is they hire voice actors that can actually act. So to get a lot of their cutscenes and motion capture done, they actually have these actors, you know, like a fucking Marvel movie, go on set, throw on mocap suits, and literally act a lot of these cutscenes out. So when something horrific happens, it's not just some weird coders, janky animations that are driving the story forward. It's actual actors. So in the beginning of this game, I mean... Becky, do you know what mocap is? Yes, I do. Motion capture. Yes, I do. NBA 2K has motion capture. Thank you very much. Smart. Smart. Thank you. So at the beginning of this game, you're just, I don't know, you're, you're some blue-collar dad in some city. Uh, you wake up because there's a cliched-as-fuck zombie apocalypse just kicking off. Mm. So you grab your daughter. Think your brother, rated R Walking Dead. Zombieland. And actually, the, the, the Cordyceps mushroom zombies, very interesting angle. I like that. But you grab your, like, 10-year-old daughter. Your brother comes over in his truck to come get you and try to get the hell out of town because the military's moving in and shit's getting crazy. But, you know, to get to the end here, at, at, at the end of, near the end of this intro, the truck gets wrecked. They all have to go off on foot. The brother gets separated from the main character and the daughter. And what winds up happening is these two run across you know, military personnel. And as this main character is trying to ask for help, and the soldier is trying to yell, get back, get back, get back. Uh, uh, 
he lets a round slip out of his AR-15, and you think it hits Joel, the main character, but it kills his 10-year-old daughter. And And that's uh, the beginning of the game. That's the beginning of the game. That's 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 intense. Right. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's I didn't, kind of I didn't, the thing, I didn't continue right? playing the game right there. I turned it off, took a walk, centered myself, and came back like the next day. Okay, was this was this game fuck. before or after Fallout? Which Oops. one? I don't Probably, know. Yeah, Fallout's sort of an ongoing yeah, they make a, one every couple of years and they're always very big games. That's I mean, like this is my video game knowledge. Like I didn't even know this existed. This kind of game existed. Well, so that's what I was kind of getting to when I asked you about like the the uh, image that conjures up in your head, you know, when you're thinking of game or you think of a game addict or an addict. I'm in thinking general, of basically. a shitty guy that I used to date when I think of it. Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? What's funny about that? Everybody who has a shitty guy they used to date, the, there's a good chance those guys were playing a lot of video it's games. It's a good chance that's they the play shit. Fallout. And I I, I have a fun little bonus here for people on the network because we've talked about this series before on another show. Yeah. But uh, the end of Metal Gear Solid 3 got a tear out of me as well. Oh, yeah. Well, you did talk about that. That was on. Wait, that was on the Ruminating Gaming, wasn't it? Yeah. Another podcast in our fabulous network. Hint, hint. Yeah. Video games, video games. Yeah. Becky, that's what I was saying is like. I'm not opposed. I'm honestly not opposed to. Like, if it's something you're really passionate about, t- teach me ooh, about it. Ooh, Tell ooh. me about it. Like, just What if don't... it was a dude obsessed with shitty, ha- shitty Harry Potter games? Don't even... Brandon, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna reach through the screen and punch you in the face. If it, was, if it was Harry Potter, if there was a Harry Potter video game that's not Lego, oh my God, I would play it with okay, you. Okay. And I don't Becky, even like said, video games. I said shitty Harry Potter game because... Pretty much any game based on a movie is just going to be slapped together, sh- slapped together and shoved out. Crap. Okay, listen. Here, anything let me, let me, nothing uh, nothing no. to do with the intellectual property no. itself. Anything. I, I know the spell related. you need to cast on. No. I know the defensive spell you need to cast on Brando to give him pause about his critiques on Harry Potter. Go. All you have to do is talk about Alan Rickman. You just got to make sure you talk about Alan Rickman and his performance and his amazing acting. He was better in Die a Hard. Hard time He's a gr- he was great in Die Hard. Best movie bad guy. And Galaxy time. Quest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Galaxy Quest. I By like Grap Thaw's Hammer. <laughs> what a what savings. A savings. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what I was pointing out about the guy with video games. You know, I think with Brooke, uh she has no interest in games obviously but i think where she gets is like just like a a movie or a television show or um a lot of times i'm i'm drawn in by the uh, by the endeavor Mm -hmm. that somebody's trying to do it so like last of us when you just said you didn't even know that kind of narrative for instance existed in a game setting so you can imagine that there are genuinely couples that we're friends with that um you know we'll play games not only together or families right? right i've seen that between dad and kids but i've actually seen games like last of us played where the controller is going back and forth between the husband and wife and really they're just watching their drama right, right. or or she's watching and he's playing or it, it's a story that they're experiencing together it's not just trying to rack up high score 
with a with an ever increasing challenge on the level or something, right. right? Those games have their place, right? So does so does beer pong. I love I right. Love it's that like game. <laughs> exactly those pointless fun games yeah. for no reason. Those have a place. See to me, man to me, that's a yeah. that's like the pointless games is where I get a little frustrated or have gotten frustrated yeah. in the past. Like you guys telling me this, this like story of the, these games, like I have no idea these games existed. Like I didn't know. Yeah, we're going to send you some trailers. We're going to send you some that trailers. game left in a temporary. Like it actually sounds like, well. it actually sounds like something I'd be like, Hey, you can bring your PlayStation over. I'll sit on the couch and I'll watch you play that game because it sounds interesting. And I think with those games, well, and you might play yourself. Yeah, like, I know. You actually might enjoy playing yourself with a game that was story driven. Like though, when he was talking about what games made you cry, and I said Red Dead Redemption, it's like Probably this the is the first one you was. Well, look, the first one was too, but the most recent one. Okay, never what finished. Is, which can't pass judgment. Do I have but, the title wrong on the sequel? It's Red, Red Dead. It's it's Red Dead Redemption. Two, it doesn't matter. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, I so, didn't finish look, it, so I can't call you a wuss. Like I did for the first one. Right. Well, so I know. In, in, I know the story in this one was a lot better. So in this in this game, um, and and look, if you haven't played, in the story is it takes some time, but the commitment, the endeavor here was to put you in the world of the old west, and it's so convincing and so, um. It's it's just you can appreciate it even if it's nothing's going on. Like if he's just standing next to his horse and you're watching it, everything looks like they've put so much work into bringing it to life. And again, in a very uh, interesting story, a very uh, a story driven about character and it's about um, I'm going to have to read the breakdown of this damn game, too, but I'm going to send you the trailer. on Yeah. But mainly it's those this is a complex narrative and this is one where you become attached to these characters and the performances are like if you love movies and great acting, you're going to be surprised by the quality of that stuff, especially because you've never seen it. And it's at a point now where it's, uh, you know, very high quality. Yeah. And you it's fun to watch. I mean, it's actually fun to watch. I mean, that's why they. I think that's the the main driving force between movies and television shows that you're seeing is people want to watch it. Often they don't want to play it like that. Like for somebody like yourself, that's the biggest deterrent is you might love the story of the last of us, but you don't play games. And so getting to see it and enjoy it, you would die a couple of times and it'd be frustrating and it would be not worth it. Right. Right. It would just you. It be it would become repetitive. Yeah. It, well, if you knew right? me, I'm not a. I'm a very sore loser. So <laughs> if I so die, it'd be, it'd be a destroyed television. If I die, and, that so. controller's getting it getting Gronk spiked on the floor, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I, you know, dude. If we ever get like uh, successful enough to have this as merch, I totally want a foam or rubber replica controller. Just for people to grok spike when they're pissed at some shit that, that won't destroy anything, right? Yeah. It's just for throwing. It could be a sponge. My Xbox controller played in Madden. I can't help it that I'm very good at def- defense in football. He was playing know. as You're JJ Watt. asshole that gave me shit 
about running out the clock at the end of the first half, calling me a post. He's like, oh, that's a bullshit way to play. Come on, just run. And then you, and then you proceeded to do the exact same shit to me. <laughs> and now it's like the, it's now the cornerstone of like my strategy for the last three or four <laughs> versions of Madden is to totally I like to just beat people up war of attrition and suck out the clock. It's it's, it's so funny that I ever called you a pussy about it cuz I do it all the time. <laughs> it's okay. You never stood a chance in NHL rivals and you had to have a frank conversation as to why we can't play that game anymore for the yeah. sake of our friendship. <laughs> Coming soon to a a soundboard near you. I know you're going to put it out there. No, that was like back in 2003 before I could pull and keep That's next episode. voicemails. It will be I'm next I'm glad episode. you left the Dark Souls voicemail on my Google Voice account. You're going to have to let Becky export. hear that at some other time. <laughs> let's uh let's squash this Harry Potter thing before we go. Okay, I want to yes. get this but out of the no way. There's no Harry Potter thing. It's just Brando's a loser. You criticized Harry Potter. You said it was a you it was a unique it's a uniquely european problem that they had <laughs> what what do you think wizarding world war 3 would have happened in america yes no 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 it wouldn't have and i'm yes. going to tell you why because we spent the last 200 years hunting deer playing grand theft auto vice city and jerking off while watching red dawn do you think the rednecks in the middle of the country would have let some immigrants come over here and start flinging a body cadavers. But the thing is, in the Harry Potter world, there's an American version of Hogwarts, Brando. So it could be full yeah. of rednecks brandishing magic shotguns that shoot out magic spells. Like, you don't know. Becky, are you mildly suggesting that a bunch of stupid people wore like white wizarding outfits and called themselves a wizarding school and ran around with magic shotguns? Maybe. No, I'm just no, 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 no. Look, all I'm I'm saying is Avtomat Kalishnikova goes a lot faster through the air than Avada Kedavra, okay? Brando. Man. Yikes. Who hurt you? Going for the dunk. Who hurt you while you were watching Harry Potter? Who hurt you? Who hurt you, you, Brando? Where did they touch you? Does Madame Pomfrey have any spells for a sucking chest wound? No, I didn't think so. Oh, so rule, so beefy, so real. Hey, man. God made, look, God made wizards. God made muggles. John Moses Browning made them equal. That's all I'm saying. I think, uh, I think somebody's Patronus is a grumpy goose. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. It, actually, no. It's literally grumpy cat. <laughs> Dude, that does kind of look like a Ron Swanson grumpy does, cat. Is totally yeah. Brando's. No, no. Animal. Actually, totally. a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago at work, someone took the the grumpy cat picture, threw it into like meme generator, and put my name on it and framed it. It's been my name tag at work ever since. I love it. It's very fitting. I hang it outside. I, I hang it up at my desk with pride. As you should. Well, shit. As I think I think that's a let's end with pride. <laughs> Man. Fun times. Good show. Let's do it again next week. Let's have more to talk about for sure. Becky. Yes. Are you gonna be as you have tell us like do you have any dates on the no. radar? Is something coming no. up already? No. Or are you just completely I'm clean just, docket? You know, after last week and that greasy, I I think I'm gonna take a little break from that's okay. I got a whole bank of stories to tell you guys. So it's been years and years. Oh, I want all the years stories and years for of sure. Dating. I just kind of interested. I, 
I'm just interested where you're going to go with it, right? Like I, mean, like I said last time, are... we're, you know, I'm taking a break from the dating apps for my mental health. And I'm not sure they're that good anyway. I've never used anything like that. You know though. what? I've met shit. some. I mean, dude, you haven't been dating since Friendster, okay? Oh my God, I haven't. <laughs> 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 Charlie, <laughs> you're right. I, I, yeah. I, and I didn't use Friendster at that point either. No, it just, I don't know. I've met some like pretty okay people, but I don't know. Well, walk, we're up, gonna... to some, walk up to an attractive man at Whole Foods. I already try did the that thing. Try the Chinlick thing. No, see how it goes. I hit someone with oh, my cart. No. I hit someone with my cart at Trader Joe's. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Here's my phone number. That's how I picked him up. Wait, what well, did you pick yeah. him up? Did he call back? Yeah, you did. Because I hit him with my car. Hey. Oh, I would have oh, I would have called her. If a woman did that to me, I'd have called her that night. Fuck it. It took him a day to call me, but he still called me. Hey, that's pretty yeah. good. Nice. Yeah. Grocery cart move, ladies. Remember that's a, it. That's a power move right there. Very confident. Very I have confident. a huge dick, okay? <laughs> from, it's from just what big, I, from big what energy. Gathered, your lady boner is quite nice. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, what a great way to end the show on big dick energy is a colloquial term for our show. <laughs> our trio and our big dick energy is just—it's powerful. I can feel it. The mind's the biggest. I can feel it. Now, thanks, guys. Thanks for another great show. Yay. Thanks everybody for listening and coming back again. We'll be back in a week talking about shots. more. Uh, yeah. Yes. And popcorn as my mom would say. Yeah. And everybody enjoy the holiday, whatever it's uh it's a great time. What do we do? We're recording on simple rules, simple rules. 20, do not add to the population. Do not subtract from the population. And don't thank current service members. Thank the ones that died for us. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a little grim, but yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, sure. Let's be thankful for uh, everything that Memorial got us Day here, is guys. All about. Uh, thanks again for... Yeah, remember and barbecue. That's it. And hamburgers That's really and it. hot dogs. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember that uh, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. I don't want to say it like that. Bye. Bye. Con Dios. Adios, amigos. Hey, kids, it's Don Shinhan from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, one of the podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. You've been enjoying this show. Come listen to Will Johnson and I fight it out over cinema's best and worst on Cinephile Hissy Fit. Find us and all the great shows over on ruminationsradionetwork.com.